Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today. Welcome here to podcast, Free Grace Teaching. Also, make sure to join us at uh, Facebook. We are Quality of Life Grace Teaching Ministries, my wife and myself there. Come on over and feel free to start listening to your free grace teaching now. Remember, you're the most important person there because without you, we cannot teach. We learn so we can teach, and we teach so we can learn. Talking about fighting the good fight. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Of course, this is coming from the Apostle Paul as Paul is in prison writing his second letter to Timothy. Timothy was a young pastor that Paul introduced the gospel to and got him rolling. And uh, and so he's encouraging Timothy in the Lord. And he's describing his journey as he's in prison. So <clears throat> when Paul says, I have fought the good fight, meaning he's trusted Christ since the beginning and he is, you know, that road to Damascus, you know, as he met Christ there, he's he's fought the good fight from there, clear up to the point where he's at now in prison. He says, I have finished the race. That means he's done with his journey with the Lord here on the earth. He sees that he's going to be absent from the body, present with the Lord soon. And he's basically saying, look, I've finished the race. I've trusted Christ the whole way through. I started with Christ. I went through this world with Christ. I taught people about Christ. And now I'm ready for Christ to take me home. That's what he means when he says, I've finished the race. I've kept the faith. That word faith in the Greek language, we get the word pistis. And it means belief or trust. That's what he's saying. He's saying, I have trusted Christ the whole way through and I'm still trusting Christ as he's in prison awaiting his death sentence you know Abraham had faith and faith is a gift given by God to us so that we can activate it by trusting his son Jesus Christ And so remember, the gift of faith is given by the Holy Spirit. And so if we want our loved ones who are not saved to be saved, of course we want to pray and ask for the Holy Spirit to uh, give them the gift of faith, which is just trust and belief in Jesus Christ. Abraham believed God, and because he believed God, he was made right with God. When he writes in Romans chapter 4, verses 1 through 3, we read here where Paul says, What should we say about those things? What did our father Abraham discover about being made right with God? Good question, Paul. Did he become right with God because of something he did? If so, he could brag about it, but he couldn't brag to God. What do, we, what do we find in Scripture, he says? Well, it says Abraham believed God. God accepted Abraham's faith. And so his faith made him right with God. See, what Paul is saying here is because Abraham trusted God. It's kind of like us when we trust 
what Jesus Christ has accomplished for us. You see, when we honor up that faith and say, God, I agree with you. I trust that Jesus took my sins. I trust that in him I'm made right with you. I trust that I'm loved by you unconditionally. I trust that I'm right in your sight. You see, King David says the uh, same thing. He, he tells us how blessed some people are. Of course, this is found in Romans chapter 4, verses 6 through 8. Just a little bit farther down. <clears throat> and that word blessed means happy. Happy. God makes those people right with himself. But they don't have to do anything in return. You know, what makes a, a Christian happy is knowing they're always right with God. And this has nothing to do with performance or behavior. At the moment of our conversion, when we looked at John 1.12 and we applied this in our life to, to them who received him, to them who believed in his name, Jesus Christ, God gave them the right to be called children of God. At that moment of our conversion, not only were we made right with God, but we were given the right to be called his children. David goes on to say, Blessed are those whose lawless acts are forgiven. Blessed are those whose sins are taken away. Blessed is the man whose, the Lord's, <clears throat> whose sin the Lord never counts against him. So basically what he's saying here is he's saying happy. You are happy if you know your sins have been forgiven. You're happy if you know they've been taken away. You see, when Jesus hung up on that cross, John got the people's attention. And he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And so when we understand that we are totally forgiven people and right with God all the time, this is what makes us happy. You know, everybody's looking for that happy pill. And this is it. This is the happy pill. When we not only know this, but understand it meaning experience this. So God accepted Abraham because he trusted. He trusted God as we trust Jesus Christ. We trust God when he sent his son. <clears throat> so his faith, his belief system, his belief and trust in, in God made him right with God. In other words, his faith made him right with God. Romans 4.25 says, Jesus was handed over to die for our sins. He was raised to life in order to make us right with God. Now that's very simple, isn't it? Why did Jesus die on a cross? Well, he died on a cross. He was handed over to die on a cross to die for all of our sins. Not only our past, but our present and our future sins. A lot of people say, now wait a minute. How can he have taken away our future sins? We haven't even committed them yet. Well, let's go back 2,000 years ago plus and look at Jesus on the cross. Were all of your sins future at that time? Well, of course they were. 2,000 years ago, I wasn't even born yet. So, yes, all of our sins were future from you know, Jesus on that cross 2,000 years ago. So yes, even our future sins, he was handed over to die for them. 
But not only that, he was buried and raised from the dead. He was raised to life in order to make us right with God. Folks, at conversion, when we were placed in Christ, made alive with his life, Christ didn't come into our life, but we were placed in him, 1 Corinthians 1.30, through the Holy Spirit, and he gave us his life. That's why we read in Colossians 3.3 and 4, for you died and your life is now hidden in Christ. And when Christ, who is your life, appears, you too appear with him in glory. So what is faith? Faith is belief and trust. 11.6, Hebrews 11.6 says, Now without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So how do you please God? Faith. Faith pleases God. That's why he gives it to us as a gift. Be encouraged. God bless.